everyone and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast. My name is Sabrina. Happy Thursday to you all. I hope that you're having a great day, whether it's just beginning, in the middle, or towards the end. I truly love Thursdays. Um, And if you're not new here, that is definitely old news to you. But if you're new here, um, I love Thursdays because they're so close to the weekend. So you're almost in the end, yet you still have enough time to get your life in order, you know, get work done, get tasks done. So you can still have that feeling of uh, feeling productive and like you got stuff done and you know, you made the best use of your time during the week. So I just love Thursdays. It's also the day that I um, started like almost a decade ago offering people prayer online and I love praying for anyone that needs it. If you need prayer, I encourage you to check me out on um, Instagram and send me a DM. It's uh, at Real Positive Girl Podcast or if you look in the description for the show notes, uh, you can email me at realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com if you ever need prayer for anything. Don't forget that. Um, I'm always available or any questions, concerns, whatever you need. Um, but yeah, I hope that you're having a great day this Thursday. If you are having a rough day, I encourage you to take the five-minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself and allow yourself to reset, reboot, come back to baseline, and just start your day over again right then and there. Also, I always encourage people to, um, you know, uh, like symbolically lay down your burdens, your troubles, your issues, anything that is making you feel heavy, anything that is making you feel overwhelmed, stressed, increasing your anxiety, I encourage you to lay those down, take a break from those. And if you are um, dealing with any uh, trouble or problems head on, take some time to come up with a resolution for that so you can problem solve and go back with that resolution and hopefully get that problem all squared away so you can move on as soon as possible. The other thing that I always encourage people to do for the five minute reset is to make a list of at least four items that you are, not items, four things that you are grateful for. And those can be big, small, or medium. You know, it can be grateful for um, being able to get back to your favorite hobby or sport. You know, you can be grateful for your team, uh, your sports team going to the playoffs or continuing through the playoffs and going to like championships and stuff like that. You can be grateful for time spent with those people that you really love and cherish and maybe haven't seen in a while because of quarantine. Um, or you can just be grateful for having a night at home alone to kind of decompress and take some time to be calm and uh, regain your center kind of situation. So, um, and the beautiful thing about uh, being able to be gratis, be being able to be grateful for so many different size things is that the list is endless. So you will never run out of things to be grateful for. Um, and last but not least, when you leave your five minute reset, make sure that you feel at least neutral, if not positive about the rest of the day, because you do not want to pass along your negative, bad attitude to anyone else. And you also want to shift your mindset and change your perspective with the help of your gratitude list to hopefully focus in on more positive things in your life than negative. However, I do hope that you're having a fantastic day this Thursday. Just a reminder that this week we are talking about imposter syndrome and today, Thursday, we are going to talk about how to overcome imposter syndrome. So let's just go ahead and jump right in. Today we are going to speak on some ways that can help you overcome the struggles of imposter syndrome. Um, these are tips that may not work for everyone. Um, it is not a conclusive list of tips for you to uh, be able to overcome imposter syndrome. Um, anything 
that I don't name here, I'm sure that you could research or if like one of the tips that I named today doesn't work for you, again, I encourage you to go do some more research or speak with a professional mental health professional, a counselor, someone else that might help you dig a little deeper if these are just not your vibe, not your cup of tea. I totally understand that. Um, I just decided to uh, pick some tips that would be a little different um, than what you may like think would be helpful um, and just ones that I think would help the best right away. So I do encourage you to try them if you are struggling with imposter syndrome. First, I recommend starting with identifying when it all started. When did you start to feel like a fraud and was there an event or experience that triggered that feeling? So maybe you might um, say an exaggerated phrase like, I've always felt this way. However, why don't you take a few moments to actually sit down and think about, well, when did it actually started? Like, as if you say you always felt this way, that means that it developed in childhood, but maybe in reality, it developed in college or high school or actually out of college when you, be you started working at like professional companies, corporate businesses, things like that. So try to narrow down when you started to feel this way. Um, also, was there an event or experience that triggered that feeling? Was some, Did something happen, some sort of moment that is like pressed into your brain where you felt less than or you felt like you were faking it or you this like this fear decided to settle in at this moment and that will really help you um, once you have a starting point for anything that you're struggling with doesn't necessarily have to be imposter syndrome you know it could be anxiety it could be depression it could be suicidal ideation cutting um, just general loneliness and so many things if you are able to pinpoint where you believe it started it can really help you identify factors environments other issues that may have caused it and helped it to grow in your life, unfortunately, and get and become a major struggle. And that will help you to, um, working backwards will help you to overcome it because then you're able to really derive, okay, then how did it develop over time? What can we avoid? And if that trigger will re-trigger it some point in the future and to prevent that as well. So I encourage you to take some time to really think about when it started and if anything triggered it. Um, next, ask yourself the following questions to dig a little deeper because I always encourage people to do like self-exploration, just um, to really get to know yourself and um, spend some time really, um, you know, it like really asking yourself like thoughtful questions and, and doing that like in journaling or if you want to do that by um, doing like voice memos, that's a really easy, quick way to journal if you just want to speak out loud your thoughts and your feelings and ask yourself a different question every day just to get deeper and get to know yourself better. Um, introspection is just so helpful to know yourself and to better yourself because the better you, the more you know yourself, the better that you can the better and easier it'll be to become your best self because you know who you are, you know your tendencies, you know your triggers, you know what you're all about, you know your goals and your dreams and wishes and you know your faults and mistakes um, and your weaknesses. So I, I always encourage people to um, do self-discovery and really figure out who you are and what you're all about. Um, but yeah, ask yourself these questions. Um, what is the impact on your life of feeling like a fraud? So how is imposter syndrome affecting your life? Do you find any benefits of calling yourself or feeling like a fraud? So 
are there any benefits to having imposter syndrome? Um, and how different would your life be if you didn't have imposter feelings? And I say this because reflection rocks. I love like reflecting back on things that have happened and thoughts that you had and then uh, asking yourself new questions can thoroughly help you figure out what's going on and uncover deep feelings that you may have buried because they're too hard to deal with at the time. But um, so if you're going to ask yourself, what is the impact on your life of feeling like a fraud? Well, uh, you have constant fear and anxiety that you'll be exposed, that you, you'll you have um, your self-worth will dip below where it needs to be. You'll have constant self-doubt that might um, create... Um, make you feel like you can't do anything, you know, you'll just feel like trapped and frozen in time, essentially. You just won't feel like you can make any good choices or decisions. It's paralyzing. Um, paralyzing was the word I was looking for when I said trapped. And um, it's just tough. So, you, you know, that you can really like take a step back and um, shift your perspective to see the impact that imposter syndrome has had on your life. And then you can ask yourself, is there any benefits of calling yourself or feeling like a fraud? I would immediately say no. And you might be saying, no, of course there's not. But why don't you really, really ask yourself that question? And do you feel like it is benefiting you at all whatsoever? Is it keeping you from having to venture out and try new things and put yourself out there and being brave, you know, and making mistakes and falling down and having to learn and grow from those mistakes, you know, and so uh, maybe you find those things to be a benefit because it means that you don't have to um, really venture out too hard or maybe the benefit is, is it keeps you busy um, because, you know, people that suffer from imposter syndrome can definitely be workaholics and overachievers. So you're always working harder and faster and better than you were before. And maybe that is a benefit to you because it allows you to be distracted and focus on something else rather than um, big struggles and stressors in your life um, that you do need to be focusing on so that you can fix. So there, so, you know, you may not have thought, but there is a flip side to that. And then the last question is how different would your life be if you didn't have those imposter feelings? Obviously that's really just like imagining if you didn't feel this way, how much better would your life be? How different would it be? And um, if it would be significantly better, is that something that you are willing to work towards now? The next one is to be conscious of your internal narrator and what it's telling you. You know, not everything being said in your mind is the absolute truth. We can be the hardest and most damaging to ourselves with our own mind, which is so true. We can tell ourselves the worst things and there's not going to be anyone there to defend us because it's happening in our mind. No one knows exactly what we are telling ourselves and how poorly and negatively we are treating ourselves inside our minds. So I encourage you to be aware of the narrator that's going on. If you find that it's telling you that you are a fraud, that you are a failure, that you're terrible, that you'll never amount to anything, that you have to try 10 times harder just to try to catch up with everyone. If you don't catch up with everyone, then you'll you'll never amount to anything. Like all of these negative things are that you have to be perfect in every single thing because all these other people are perfect and you have to measure up and you have to continually compare yourself so that you know that you are worth something, that you are amazing. No. So you, you like you hear all that and you're like, wow, that's all harsh. That's not true. Yeah, it's not true, but I 
I, without a shadow of a doubt, I know that at least some person listening to me has had that happen. And that is happening to you, maybe on the regular. And I know it's happening to me sometimes. So I know that I'm definitely not alone in this. So I would say that if you are struggling from that, telling yourself so many negative things on the regular, please stop and regulate that and realize that everything you're telling yourself is not necessarily absolutely true because we take in so much feedback from the outside. So maybe someone's opinion has just stuck with you forever and you're continuing and it's a negative opinion of you and you're just continuing to play it in your mind and it's turned into your own internal narrative, um, which is terrible because you've just kind of accepted that and internalized it forever. And you want to kind of, you want to work on undoing that. And there's already, there's so many other outside factors that it can affect your, your internal narrator that will just absorb all of those opinions, feelings, thoughts, and make them your own. And then you're just attacking yourself on the regular, which is not what you want to do. So make sure that you are conscious of what it's telling you and understand that it can be the worst and not everything it's telling you is true. The next one is to practice accepting your mistakes. You know, part of the reason people struggle with imposter syndrome is believing you have to be the best or perfect at everything, which is a hard game. If you are a perfectionist, believe me, I understand your pain because that is my struggle too. That and people pleasing for sure. Um, but that is not the case. Tell yourself on the regular that you are a work in progress. Make that your mantra if you struggle with those feelings. Continually tell yourself, I'm a work in progress. Leave a note on the mirror. Leave a note on the fridge. Leave a note on the uh, back part of your front door. Leave a note on your closet. You know, leave a note on your computer screen, on your desk. Wherever, I would say to um, make it your mantra is tell yourself all the time you're a work in progress. Everyone's a work in progress, whether they want to admit it or not, because no one has reach their height until they leave this earth and even then maybe they didn't but you know you have to keep working towards being your best self until you leave this earth because you're not gonna hit any sort of ceiling anytime soon where you're just like well I've become the best I can be you know it's all downhill from there like that's a terrible way to think about it so yeah I encourage you accept your mistakes and understand that you don't have to be perfect at everything you don't have to be the best all the time um and that you know we all make mistakes and no one is perfect and if they do say that they are then they're lying i can tell you without a shadow of a doubt they're lying and it's because they are having trouble accepting those mistakes and they're having trouble realizing that it's okay to make mistakes and everyone does and um that's just how um, great ideas grow from mistakes or um, failures, different opportunities. That's where research comes in. That's where more knowledge is, is bred and born. So just understand that it's okay to make mistakes. There is no shame in that game. Um, in addition to that, remember to separate fact from feelings. You know, you may feel incompetent or dumb or less than, but it doesn't mean it's true. So again, going back to um, your internal narrator and accepting your mistakes, just understand that anything that you tell yourself or that you feel about yourself is not necessarily true. You have probably just internalized something negative from the outside and twisted it and turned it in. That is what is coming out. Um, next is to delve. I, wow. 
(laughs) Next is to develop a new response to failure. So instead of breaking yourself down, again, remind yourself of being a work in progress and that failure is an opportunity for growth and learning. You know, learn the lesson and then push yourself to move forward. I talk about this all the time. I talk about how failure and mistakes um, and going off course and making not the best decision is an amazing opportunity for growth and um, learning and experience and educational moments. And honestly, if you think that you're going to get through life without having any of those, you're not going to have the best life you could have because a lot of times all of our growth and change comes from those mistakes and failures, those opportunities. They're actually true, positive opportunities. It just doesn't seem that way because there's so much negativeness wrapped up in it and shined the light on it that you aren't seeing the opportunity to um, grow and learn and change and get another chance at something or have a different path pathway or journey open up for you different opportunities for accomplishment and achievements because you had to take a couple steps backwards or come back down the same road to to realize that there was actually a fork in the road you know what I mean so just realize that you just because (laughs) just because you are you have failed you have made mistakes don't take that as it's the end of the world take that as like spin it and be like this is an opportunity you know um and realize that you again are a work in progress but also you do not need to dwell on those moments take your learning lesson and move forward that's what you need to do do not dwell move forward Um, learn to pat yourself on the back is the next one, except that you were a part of your success, which I understand is very difficult for those that struggle with imposter syndrome and accomplishments and that you are doing a great job. Um, also reward yourself too, because you deserve it. You absolutely deserve it. You have to realize that all the hard work and time and the, um, forethought to take opportunities and, um, to learn from mistakes and failures is should be all attributed to you and yes people may have assisted you and helped you in um, get getting to your goal and achievements however it doesn't mean that all of the accolades um, and the attribute uh, and any positiveness attributed to that needs to be to someone else you can definitely be a part of it you know um, it's crazy how we can just attribute all that to someone else even if their part or their role in that wasn't even that big but we make it that big because we think we're a failure we don't think we think we're a fraud a phony we don't think that we're actually doing anything it's the and it's everyone else out there but just know that you need to reward yourself celebrate your success and understand that you're doing a great job so pat yourself on the back and know that you are amazing and you are part of your success you absolutely are um, the next one is to embrace positive feedback from others you know learn to accept compliments without deflecting and get comfortable knowing that you are awesome, valuable, and competent. So this goes along with the last one. Um, But yeah, embrace positive feedback. I would say also embrace um, constructive feedback. If someone's like, hey, you could do better at this, don't internalize it as you not being perfect and needing to, you know, go and almost like 
make yourself bleed to be perfect or to um, back away and not try new things again or try doing this again because you got constructive feedback but you have to understand how to accept both positive and constructive and also learn to take compliments I feel like this is one of those really big things where people just don't know how to accept compliments. I talk with this, um, this is like a thing that my daughter has trouble with right now. Like even people will be like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty or your shirt is so cute or I love your hair and she'll just smile and like turn away and start to blush and it's like, you have to say thank you. You have to accept that and realize that, um, that's you. They're talking about you. They're complimenting you. You are part of that and you need to internalize that and realize um, how well people think of you and how willing they are to tell you that or to go out of the way to give you constructive criticism that could really help you and boost you and, you know, help your growth um, in the future. So um, don't deflect it and really internalize how amazing, awesome, valuable, and competent you are Um, even if you don't see it and realize how many other people out there are seeing that. Lastly, figure out what type of imposter syndrome type you are to better understand what is causing your struggle and how to become those, how to overcome those feelings. So yesterday I talked about the, uh, no, sorry, Tuesday I talked about the imposter syndrome types. Yesterday I talked about the imposter syndrome cycle, but on Tuesday I talked about the types or the, um, what was the other word that I called it? It was types or let's see, identities, identities. That's what it was. So, um, I would encourage you to go back to that episode and listen to that if you haven't already. And by identifying, um, which identity, which identity or type that you are to help you better understand your specific struggles in the imposter within imposter syndrome. So you can better find a way to overcome it by using these tips or finding other tips. I did leave at least one tip per type in that episode if you'd like to go back and listen to that. But that is that on that, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that it was helpful. I hope these tips are helpful. Like I said, it's not a conclusive list. It's just a list of the ones that I found to be most helpful and important from my point of view. Um, Tomorrow, Friday, we are going to be talking about Um, to end, to wrap up the imposter syndrome topic, we're going to be talking about challenging your negative thoughts and we're just going to go into how we can conquer negative thinking, self-doubt, fear, failure, um, so that we can, that those things can aid us in overcoming our imposter syndrome. So I hope that you really enjoyed this episode. I encourage you to share it with someone else that might really enjoy it. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much for your listening, for downloading, and for telling your friends about the show. Um, again, please check the description box for notes for the show, where to find me on Instagram, which is at Real Positive Girl Podcast. Send me an email for with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions to, uh, sorry, to real, real positive girl podcast at gmail.com. I struggle there because I changed the email recently. Um, and also you can see my website there if you're curious about any other things that I'm doing, but until then, I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you come back for tomorrow's episode for the last episode of this week, but until then have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.